Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. Love Talk Radio. Open mic episode of Confession Session. ISIS claimed they're the reason for the explosion at Ariana Grande's concert. Two teachers go down at a middle school. And then TRT don't find you with her employees. Hey, y'all. This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, Judge Mosey. And we're back. Another, another situation, another day, another life. Everything is going 
on so-so, you know. I just, what I don't like about as far as what's been going on with me and, like, you know, things or where I'm at as far as, like, my job and stuff like that, it's just, like, every time I go places, like, we went out, um, a man, one of the project managers took us out to eat, and, like, everybody at the restaurant was staring at me. I was like, what the fuck? Like, y'all never seen a black person before? It had me so frustrated. I swear. I was just like, what is y'all problem? Like, that shit was irritating. Seriously. Oh. And it was everywhere. Huh? What'd you say, Jen? Well, it, it always happens, literally. Like, it always happens. Like, where I'm somewhere, anywhere, out in, and I'm, I work out in Mequon, so it's like, we in Mequon or Germantown or anywhere, like, motherfuckers always staring, and that shit gets irritating, like, it's so frustrating, so, other than, like, people consistently staring at me and stuff like that, I feel like, mm, everything else has been pretty decent, um, I've definitely enjoyed myself, and I definitely had a good time, but, um, yeah, guys, we're gonna go ahead and get into our topic, but prior to getting into our topic, make sure you guys check us out on Facebook, um, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and of course, our podcast and blog talk. And before we get into our hot topic, our question of the day, Jen, is um, <laughs> something that Blood I actually... Comments. Yes, it, it, Jen is going to tell you guys, but it's something that I actually seen, and I was just like, it, this is a dope question. Go ahead, my bad. Uh, what comment misconception do you hate uh, being represented as a fact? And this was a question posted on the shade room. Yeah. Like, that was really dope. So, yeah. Again, I what agree. common misconception do you hate being re- re- repeated as a fact? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Represented as a fact, repeated as a fact. Why? Yeah. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and talk about the explosion that happened at. Um, Ariana's concert. So there were 22 victims. Um, unfortunately, they were killed in the uh, man in Manchester at the concert around 10:30 p.m. on Monday night. Um, and all of the victims, as of today, Thursday, have been identified. The smallest being uh, an eight-year-old girl. And among the 22 victims who died in the explosion at the concert in Manchester, uh, 17 of the victims were women and girls. Manchester hospital officials raised the number of people wounded to 119, which includes 12 seriously injured children. The total number injured jumped from the previous previously reported 59 because of the walking wounded who sought medical treatment at which is just so sad, guys. Uh, Manchester police said that they're investigating a network of suspects that may have worked with the attacker. The Islamic State Terror Network claimed responsibility Tuesday morning. Um, the Greater Manchester Police began uh, posting tributes to the victims on its Twitter page on Thursday, and families and friends started to identify the victims shortly after the attack, posting heartfelt messages on social media. A statement had been made stating, due to the tragic events in Manchester, the Dangerous Woman Tour with Ariana Grande has been suspended until we can further assess the situation and pay our proper respect to those lost. Grande's management told Fox News um, a statement on Wednesday, and they said that the London O2 show this week has been canceled, as well as all the shows through June 6th, which is Monday, which is the next Monday coming up. Um, Ariana Grande was greeted by her boyfriend, Mac Miller, according to the U.S. Weekly, as she arrived home from U.K., and the singer has pretty much remained silent since the bombing. 
tweeting after the attack broken. From the bottom of my heart, I am so, so sorry. I don't have words. Reportedly, Ariana Grande will cover funeral costs of the Manchester victim. This is like, what the hell? I would be so... I'll be so lost. I'll be so like, what? Why? Why did this happen? You know, it's crazy. How did you feel when you heard about this? Um, I thought it was psycho. Um, about the whole situation, it's terrifying. You know, I don't. Yes. I don't know why. Like, how are they getting so many suicide bombers in Europe in the first place? You know, is there yeah. is there like? I don't, I don't. I don't want to say like border control, or is it like is their customs like easier, or is it like more of a homegrown terroristic, you know, situation? Um, I don't know, crazy. but it is it's scary. It's, you know, it's tragic. It sucks that it was like you know, uh, it was mostly children. I, I want to say that right. died. So Ariana Grande does, you know, her all her fans are what like seventeen on down, you know, and um. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I mean, how did you feel, though? I feel heartbroken. I'm like, damn. Like, and this is, I t- I'm telling y'all, I do not go nowhere. Like, it's so rare to see me out and about because of situations like this. Like, you just don't know. You sit up there, you pay, you know, between 20 and 70 or even over $100 for a ticket to be murdered. And I mean, yeah, you can't Way, way more that. for Ariana Grande. That probably was like four or five hundred. Right, and like just to be killed, like it's like what in the what's in the hell, like, and it's just so sad to me because it's like you just don't know when things are gonna happen, you know. And and I do, I hate seeing situations like that. I hate hearing about situations like that. And I was so shocked when I looked at my phone Monday morning and I seen like, oh, you know, uh, I mean Monday, you know, evening, and I'm like, oh, a, a terrorist attack, you know, people dead, like at Ariana Grande's concert. What kind of shit is that? That's something that you would never have expected, but it's just like, damn, like, people are really going to start being weirded out about these type of things, and it's like, that's going to stop people from performing at certain places or even performing at all. I mean, I know she feels like shit, like like it's her fault, yeah. you know, and yeah. she doesn't feel like that, but it's like, damn, like, how do you not, you know, it, it was your concert. And it shouldn't be on you or way on you. You shouldn't even have to pay for the funeral costs. But it's kind of like, okay, I, I feel obligated to because of this situation happening. So overall, I was saddened by it. It was disturbing, yeah. sad. I mean, she, she shouldn't have to, but it definitely was a great gesture. I don't think it's like going to kill her to, yeah, you know, right. give, you know, 20 different people $10,000, you know, so. Right, yeah. You know, because she's worth in the high millions. But. It is unfortunate. Um, I know that, like they said, she was, like, very hysterical. And, you know, she was concerned about not just, you know, everyone else, her own safety. So being that close to death, I'm sure, takes a toll on somebody. I'm sure it's going to change her, you know. Oh, yeah. that's. I'm sure that's a very humbling experience. So, you know, I'm sure that she has had to rethink a lot of things that she's done in the past. Because she could have been killed. You know, the bomb had been big enough. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, that's sad. Right. But I just, once yeah. again, like me and Joe, we always say in situations like this, we're praying for the family, praying for those, you know, who passed away. And, you know, we're going to continue to, you know, uh, keep you guys updated on the story and the issues that's going on or what's happening. But overall, yeah, 
um, prayers to everybody. And, you know, we are truly upset about this situation that happened. It's crazy. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Monique was on stage recently. I want to say, like, last time, because uh, my notes was all over the place today. I did not know, like, the venue that she performed at. But anyway, she had, like, a comedy show. Um, and during her set, she went in on Tyler Perry, Oprah, and then also Lee Daniels. Uh, she said that she was not blackballed, which is, like, rumor around the industry. She was actually whiteballed by black men that don't have no balls or some shit like that. And um, <laughs> she went on to – yeah, it was a really funny set. Um, I – ended up, like, subscribing to a podcast, like, on a podcast. She went further in to why she had issues with all of them. Um, she said, mm-hmm. like, her main issue with Oprah is back in the day um, she had – Oprah had invited her onto the show. She said that her brother that molested her wanted to come on the show and, like, share his side of the story. And um, so she told Oprah that her brother was, like, a scammer, but she still agreed to do it. She said what Oprah didn't tell her was that her mother – going to be on the show um, and that her father was going to be on the show. And um, Oprah later on when she found, found out, I mean, when Oprah found out how upset that Monique was about everything, Oprah told her that she didn't know, but Monique said she felt like that's impossible because that's your show. How do you not know who's coming on? Right. You know, <laughs> me and Oprah. Um, she said, like, they were at a, um, was it like a Oscar party? And it was like all of these old Hollywood women and she basically telling her, you know, I looked up to you and I'm just really disappointed and blah, blah, blah. And I guess from then on, like, her and Oprah just didn't fuck each other. With Lee Daniels, um, when she signed on to do Precious, she didn't expect for Precious to do as well as he did. She took, like, a huge pay cut. She barely got paid anything for the film. But I guess Lee Daniels felt like because it is Oscars and that's part of playing the game, quote, unquote, that she was supposed to do more work for it, but she didn't agree because she's like, why am I doing all this shit and you're the one that's making the money off of it? It's your movie. I just started in it, you know. Um, so that was, like, the big issue. And then, um, like, with Tyler Perry, I guess with him being a part of Fresh, I don't know, was he, like, a like an executive producer or did he end up getting it, like, more widespread? He had something to do with the, with the movie. And so I guess him being tied to that is just issue with her as well. And then also he would like low key go and bad mouth her. Like you heard from like several people how they said she was difficult to work with. And uh, the truth is that she said she was not difficult to work with. Um, she didn't have issues with being on, you know, being late. She was never late on set. She wasn't a heavy drinker or anything like that. Showing up to work drunk or she wasn't on drugs. You know, they, she said, she felt like the issue was that she just stood up for herself. And um, she also, like, you know, like, exposed, like, a lot, a lot of behind the scenes. Like, she said that, she basically hinted at Tyler Perry's gay. We all know that. Um, and then she right. said that, um, yeah, she said that Tyler Perry and Lee Daniels don't like each other, um, that Lee Daniels doesn't like Oprah, I want to say. It's like, basically, they all can fake ass bitches, but... She was, she was telling um, And then I guess Tyler Perry had called her back and, um, like, he basically, like, tried to, you know, be very, like, fake and, you know, and give her, like, a generic-ass apology. And <laughs> once he realized that she wasn't giving a fuck, um, once she realized that... <laughs> Sorry, I'm in the car. <laughs> the car 
like really psycho right now. But yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't get her to go in the river. Like, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess once he realized that she was not, you know, here for all that bullshit, then you know it. It got real. Also, I want to talk about um, Adrian Milo, I guess, had commented on the um, whole incident on the reels. And, you know, being, like, politically correct. And that's the thing that annoys me first, too, is that um, she went, she kind of went in on Monique. And I hate how, like, a lot of times with these, like, industry-ass people, it's like you want to be faking like everybody until you notice that nobody likes this person. And then you want to be the one talking shit. Like, she said she was, like, loud and all this other shit, and Monique came back and said, you know, um, she kind of went in, but then she also gave her a pass because she was like, the sister's too young, and she doesn't know no mm-hmm. better, and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's the gist of it. That's that's pretty much it. Well, first of all, what did she expect yes, from Tyler Perry? Tyler Perry is extremely pretentious, and not only is he pretentious, but once again, he, he, he acts like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, well, you kind of, I, I would have expected that from Tyler Perry. Even if he did try and call her and apologize and give her that fake ass apology, you like, nigga, I know what the deal is. Don't play. You know, like, don't mm-hmm. try and, and pretend. And then with, um, I forgot her name, but the chick on the reel, I've seen that episode. And it was so funny looking at some of the other people's um, reactions when she was saying, like, oh, you know, Keeping it real is, you know, why can't you be classy? Like, bitch, shut up. Because yeah, you're not like in that situation. You're not classy. You're not right. classy. And not only, not, not only are you not classy, but you're not in that situation. And then you become black ball or white ball or whatever the fuck you want to call it in a situation like such. Shut the fuck up. Yes, you're young, but you don't understand what she's going through. So because you don't understand it, you've never been, you know, uh, you still are on your show or your show, but until somebody's like, look, get this bitch off the show, she don't know what she's talking about, then you're not going to, your only thing you're going to say is what everybody, what you think motherfuckers want to hear. We don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oprah is, she's pretentious too. She can be pretentious. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes, especially her being a billionaire, she kind of, or she may even forgot where she came from. That's the same bitch who went to the same high school that me and Jeanne Went to okay. Oprah went to Nicolay High School, okay. So it's like, but you said Nicolay High School was a, was a good school, so I mean, I don't know. But still, it, it was a good school. I don't know how the fuck it is now. I've heard a lot of Like, you know, you could have 
did what you had to do to, I don't know, to do what you had to do. You could have did that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So the fact that all, all three of them, like, kind of ganged up on her in a sense is kind of ridiculous. Like, seriously, the Parkers, Monique. Yeah. Like, let's be serious. Y'all could have did what you had to do to make sure that she was not blackballed in the industry. But motherfuckers don't care. And that comes with what we also talked about as far as, you know, African-Americans and us helping out our own people. They don't want to do that. Why would they want to do that, Jen? Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. People, they just don't give a fuck. And that, that sucks the most about, I feel like, this whole situation. Now, I can't even say how I would have reacted. I probably would have acted the same way, you know, but I probably would have been worse because I'm 26. Like, it wasn't a rap. I'm like, you're this stupid ass bitch. I would have said much more than suck a dick. Trust me. It would have been real, real bad. <laughs> so I commend her. And I'm not mad at her at all for the way she acted and what her retort was because she got what she wanted to say out there. And it was her by all of them. So, yeah. How she felt is how she felt, man. You know. Exactly. I don't. Exactly. I don't think there's anything wrong with. She, I mean, she's being honest, you know. Right. And it, I'm sure she could say a lot worse things, you know. Suck a dick, right? She decided not to. So, like, if the worst somebody can say to you is suck their dick, then when right. they don't even have one, right? Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> Are you really exactly. mad at that? Right. We're going to see what happens. We're definitely going to keep you guys updated on this story. Um, so, I'm not sure if you guys remember Terrence Clutcher, Clutcher, but he was murdered by Benny Shelby, who was a police officer. And me and Jimmy talked about this last year, back in September, when it happened. Well, Benny Shelby, the officer, is actually, she was proven not guilty, and she's actually going to receive $35,000 in back pay. Wow, ain't this about a bitch? So, Tesla, Tesla, office, uh, Oklahoma police officer Betty Shelby will receive $35,000 in back pay following her acquittal of first degree manslaughter earlier this month. She'd been on leave since September, according to WJLA, and a Tesla system and Michelle Brooks for uh, K4 stated that Shelby will be getting more than $35,000 minus taxes and deductions. Her lawyer said the payment is game profit. WJLA reported to her, uh, reported her lawyer said she will be returning to the police department in a limited capacity, however. According to News on 6, Shelby, Shelby would not be working in any patrol capacity. Shelby was acquitted of manslaughter for shooting, for the shooting and death of Terrence, which he was an unarmed black man. I'm, I'm sure you guys remember the story. The helicopter was recording the whole situation. He reached into his car. She thought he was reaching for a gun. Her, um, the other police that was uh, with her, he shot his taser, and right after he shot his taser, she shot her gun and killed the 40-year-old man on September 16th. Um, this is just ridiculous, but the jury deliberated for more than eight hours, reaching a verdict after 10 p.m. Eastern, and prosecutors told jury, the jurors, that Shelby overreacted and stated that he, that parents, um, like I just stated, held his hands in the air was not aggressive, and that was according to the Associated Press. Not only according to them, but according to us. We've seen the video footage. Um, like I also just stated, one of the police officers, they tasered him, or they fired the taser at him, she fired her gun, and she killed him. Can you believe this shit? Like, this bitch was receiving $35,000 in back pay after murdering somebody. Like, I really hope 
I hope she don't think that this is this is it. This is not the end. Betty, Shelby, it ain't the end, bitch. Like you're gonna get yours. And I'm just I I'm so disappointed that they found her not guilty. Like what kind of jury are you? That shit makes no sense. Stupid. Cause she was frightened. Cause she was scared. And I think we talked about this at the time because she said that she was scared. She was frightened. She had been um, uh, uh, arrested or put on trial or whatever you want to call it. Um, six days, not, I guess obviously not put on trial, but she was charged with the crime six days after she killed him by the district attorney. And for her to, you know, be on leave since September and now it's coming out that, okay, yeah, you're going to receive this $35,000 in the back pay. This bitch is about to be trying to get back on parole as soon as possible to kill another motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, people like her did not learn from her mistakes. And I believe me and Jimmy stated that, you know, in September, if you're scared, if you're an officer and you're scared, you don't need, because a man is black, because he may be a little bigger than you, you should not be an officer. Like, bitch, you've lost your mind. And I'm so upset that she was not charged, but I'm not surprised. How do you feel, Jen? How do you feel, Jen, about this situation? Besides the fact that it's just absolutely horrible and awful and just disgusting. Like, I just... Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with everything that you said. I mean, it's not... Right, I mean, right. but my thing is, it's just like, what, what do they do as far as the jury selection? Like, so, like, how do you find someone unbiased when it's, like, clearly... A race issue and involves the police. Like, what are you going to hire a bunch of like Hispanic people or Muslims? Like, because I mean, because I was, I don't know, I don't want to sound ignorant, but I was listening to um, like another podcast and they were talking about like as far as jury selections with a lot of these um, these court cases that have to do that that is like involved in like police shooting, and it's like they don't really have black jurors because. I don't know if it's, like, because it's a black man or, you know, as far as, like, race relations, and obviously we're going to be biased towards, you know, the victim. But it's just, like, I mean, so what? Are you going to have a bunch of, like, Trump supporters, you know what I'm saying, on the jury? Like, I just don't understand how if this man got shot in cold blood that this woman got acquitted. Like, there's... It's, this has been really going nothing. on and happening consistently for so long, and it's, it's frustrating, you know? I, I really don't know what more I can say as, as far as the topic goes because, like, I was listening to a breakfast club this morning, and Charlamagne was like, if I get if I get a whole bunch of people in my inbox or, uh, you know, yelling at me or snapping on me for calling this woman a bitch when that's exactly what she is, then you have something wrong with you. Because if you're okay with her killing an unarmed black man, but me calling her a bitch, the issue is you. And I, 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 I tried to call that damn show this morning. I just kept getting a beep sing, sing, uh, signal. I was trying to say, you know what? You goddamn right. I felt like mm-hmm. Rashida Kirk or Rashida, what's her last name? You know, Rashida who was getting cheated on by Kirk. I felt like her her ass. Like, you you goddamn right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because it's so, that shit is so true. Like, and I, I personally, you know, I don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? We don't have a, a whole ton of listeners like the Breakfast Club, but I'm going to She's every name in the book to me. You know what I'm saying? And I just really <laughs> hope she, she, I hope she reads what she told because that, that shit really sucks. She is. You know? and she's going to have to deal with that shit for the rest of her life. She got the 35000 which her 
Dumbass was going to What's that even on money? Bitch, you got like, fucking bitch, laid off on fuck September yeah. and you get 35000 You broke, bitch. After, right. I mean, yeah, before taxes and deductions. Like, you lame, stupid bitch. You ugly, fucking, ugh, old looking hoe. Like, I still got all the names for this she trip. Did, she did look like an old hoe. She definitely looked like an old hoe. <laughs> Right at the strip club, like, bitch, that's why your bitch ass is going to be going in the office. She ain't got it no more. Yeah, straight tagging, nigga. Still she trying to get it. She can't get what she got to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, no, I can't. I can't. She was <laughs> Like, okay, I'm just having a shower, you know what I'm saying? Like, big mama, yeah. I'm just having a shower after I take a shit. I ain't going to wash my ass, like, you know what I'm saying? And shit still don't come out correct. Still don't clean herself right. Got shit all on a white towel. Just nasty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, but... Phaedra Go ahead. Just disgusted. That's all. Go ahead. Talk about Phaedra lying ass. Uh, Phaedra Parks may be fired from the real housewives in Atlanta, but the sinister plot she can candy birth continues to be a hot topic for reality TV lovers. A show creator and executive producer Andy Cohen sat down with Power 105 FM, The Breakfast Club, on Friday. He spoke candidly about the Phaedra Parks scandal and spilled some real housewives in Atlanta tea. Uh, Andrew revealed that he was shocked at Phaedra's composure after being exposed. She was very passive, and I was surprised by that. The Watch What Happens Live host firmly shoots down Phaedra claiming that she was fed the room, the rumor by an RHLA producer. I don't believe it, and I also I know Phaedra. And I know everyone in the group, he said. Uh, you can't tell them. Go say this on camera. It just doesn't work. You ever met a housewife? They do their own thing. As you know, Parks manufactured the malicious rumor that Candy wanted to drug and rape Portia Williams on the self-processed Southern Bell firing. Andy confirmed the uh, report in a certain I don't know how you say this. Wait, uh, well, look, uh, we're looking at next season, he said, and you have to look at where we left off, which is none of the women want to engage with her, so that's a tough place to come back from. Wow. Um, I think they don't want to fire her. Go ahead. Um, Did you log into our Gmail account at all? Well, if you haven't, um, it says that we got an alert that somebody's logged into it. I'm just going to let you know. So I'm just going to go ahead and change the password. But did you log into it by chance before I go ahead and change that password? Change your password. For confession sessions. All right, it says our uh, somebody in Virginia Beach is logged into the. Oh, no, that, that was uh, me. I tried, I tried oh. to get it to the. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. I'm, I'm okay. back to Virginia at the time. Okay, yeah. you good then. All right. I was just going to say, sure, I'm going to change that motherfucker real quick. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, uh, Phaedra, I mean, come on. She's been lying to Phaedra. So, are we really surprised at the bitches come up with another lie? They're trying to get her at the situation. I know that you like her and all of that shit, but, like, the bitch is a lie. That's all I have to say about Phaedra Lyon. Yeah, no, I, I, I would say, I mean, I'm disappointed in Phaedra this season, and I don't know. Like, if I can kind of see, you know, the whole thing about them saying, I forgot the name of the black producer that's on the show. 
that did the um the real D with um, Atlanta and uh oh, I mean, real D with okay. Hollywood. Like that guy um is the one that fell out with Candy and they said that's the reason why he went to face her and told her. And or at least put the battery on her back, you know. I don't think it was all her, but definitely I mean she probably I'm sure she knew it was a fucking lie still went and told everybody. <laughs> but I do think it would make for great television if she came back, you know. And I can't see, maybe they'll get Mimi to, to film her. They'll get, you know, Kim or Sheree or somebody. Maybe this won't be like any of the people in the media group, you know, because Sheree is going to do whatever she got to gotta do, honey, to get that check. So, you know, <laughs> she, she, she's the bone carrier, honey. So, the bone. You know, I'm not... You know what she said? She said, I carried the ball. You know, when they was at the dinner or whatever, I'm like, Man, you, know you know I don't watch that. You know I don't watch that. You know I don't watch oh, the show at all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just like, yeah, I know you don't know that, you know, the mom of the fucking, the mom on Empire stabbed the brother-in-law in the neck. You know what I'm saying? Just like, I don't, I know you don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, just I definitely don't know that. I've not, not watched I've not watched Empire since I like, really like no reason to watch Empire. It's, it's psychotic. It, it, it is definitely a reason to watch it. I don't think there's a reason for my old manager to continue to watch it, but it's definitely a reason to watch it. It's a good-ass shit. Okay? Yeah, Frank Sager is fraudulent. Once again, another pretentious bitch, you know, who, <laughs> I don't know, I just don't, I can't deal with the lies. I cannot stand a liar, so I'm done with that bitch. <laughs> Before we move on to this next topic about T.I. and Tiny, did you have anything else to add, Mr. Othello? No, uh, but okay. they, if they want to get the newest next season, they need to bring back Pedro O'Brien. They, they better figure it out. I bet. Yeah. They probably have her off for like, you know, to scare her ass for, you know, a little while and then bring her back when the show is about to end and, you know, get some views up, you know, and that's it. Yeah. So, allegedly, well, I'm not even going to say allegedly. Tia cheated on Tiny with the higher self. Thanks to reality TV, more details about T.I. and uh, Tiny have been pretty much uh, mentioned. And what's going on is that Tiny pretty much messed around with, um, I mean, excuse me, T.I. pretty much messed around with Tiny's her, her, the person that she hired. So this is one, another one of the reasons, you know, the couple, they spilled the tea on their marital status while the cameras were rolling, and they were at a restaurant or something like that, but they both seemed to point the finger about one another and who was wrong, and this and that, that and the other. And I actually have the, the, uh, the footage, so I'm going to go ahead and let you guys listen to it. Here it goes.
Marcus was upset because Tiny was hanging out with Floyd Mayweather, who he's beefing with. And, you know, Tiny was like, look, like, we weren't even together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we wasn't together, so what the fuck is your problem? And, you know, she was like, you know, he treated me. So if he come and treat me like a woman, and he's like, I spent millions on you. What the fuck is he talking about? It's like, so they just kind of let it go in the restaurant. You know, I think originally they were trying to keep it low-key and quiet and classy, like, you know, old girl from the real one and one to keep. But they, they, they kept it hood. You know, they had to get a little loud. You know what I'm saying? Um, how do you feel about what T.I. did in response to what Tiny did while they were broken up, Jim? Um, I just wanted to say, first off, I didn't hear any of that clip that you played, but I did watch it before the show, so I know what's going on. But, yeah, it, it didn't go through at all. Um, I don't know what oh, happened. No. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fine, though, because I'm sure everybody else has watched it, too. If you if you listen to the <laughs> show, I'm sure you follow, you know, celebrity and entertainment and all that shit. But um, T.I. is definitely wrong, because at the end of the day, it's like even if y'all not together, y'all are still very much married, you right. know. Um and I do believe that Tiny has been faithful, and she has never cheated on him. Um, like you said, like, he, he tried to bring up the whole thing of her dancing with Floyd Mayweather, and it's just like, nigga, that's like, so you feel like because I dance somebody at the club, you can go and fuck somebody else. Yeah, like, yeah, like, that makes no, it, yeah, exactly. Somebody, not not only are you fucking other people, but you fucking people that's close to home, like, you have yeah. no respect. Like, I have a beer on this bitch, and you fucking this bitch. Like, come on. Like, mm-hmm. well, I'm sure she's not around her anymore. I, I would have let her go yeah. ahead. Oh, right. She better not I her ass, but it's just awesome bullshit, and I'm so disappointed in T.I. You know, and I wish Tony would have fucked Floyd Mayweather. It's like, at least shit, you know what I'm saying? If a nigga, if a nigga's going to disrespect you, you better get back with him and get with a billionaire. What more I can't say I she what she used to tell me, can I will leave for a billionaire. Anytime. You know what I'm saying? So he felt better. He just playing that mind control shit. Like, you know, he yeah. he know he out of order and I'm sure she's hurting, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm sure she's she will get past the tiny popping tin right now, you know, so Right. And obviously she comes off as a good woman, but she's not going to have an issue finding another man who's going to love her and treat her right, you know. I don't know yeah. if she's going to have issues with T.I. I hope, you know, he just let her go, you know. All be single, Yeah, and all them kids, you know, so hopefully he, you know, when they get that divorce, you know, what he does, and he lets her live her own life, and, you know, she can move on and be happy with somebody that's going to actually, you know, treat her right, because sometimes, I guess relationships do run their course, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. It's about time. Like, I can't, out of all this disrespect, he's been disrespecting her ass for years. Like, she cannot yeah. stay with that man. Like, it's just, like, it has went too far. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. How do you feel, young lady? I mean, absolutely. First of all, if me and you were not together, if you doing what you do and all because you see something pop up on, on social media, you know what I'm saying, that I'm involved in, you feel like you automatically have to go and put your dick inside another female, we have an issue. Because you you you're assuming, you know what I'm saying, and assuming making ass out of you and me. So, cut the shit, you know what I'm saying. Personally, if I hired a bitch and she started fucking my man, my husband, 
getting that ass tough because you already knew who the fuck I was before you got this job and you knew who the fuck my damn husband was because I, because he's rich, bitch. So don't even pretend, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that shit was out of order on both their ends, especially T.I. So because he's the husband. You know better. You fucking know better. Um, as far as her getting a divorce, she needs to continue to go through with that. Just like I feel like, even though I know this has nothing to do with anything, but just like I feel like Rashida needs to go through with her divorce. Like, these dudes have been playing a faithful women for long, for years, you know what I'm saying? So what, she ain't going to have sex that night? So what, she ain't have sex, you know, in a little while? Like, okay, put her in a mood. Maybe she's sick and tired of doing the same shit. Do some rose set or some flowers. Do something different. Do something different than what you've been doing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe her yeah. ass may be interested in your little dick ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. cut the shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that should be irritating the shit out of me when I see this type of shit. So I hope you go through it. And I'm not the person that wants people to divorce or anything like that. But it's like, once you've been humiliated, humiliated enough and you've gone through enough shit, it's like, come on, it, enough is enough. I've been with you for all these years and I've all of this time and all of these years. You still want to sit up there and try and cheat and fuck somebody that's close to home or fuck somebody that, you know what I'm saying, just possibly may look better than me or whatever the case may be, well, go do that. You know, I'm not going to have a problem finding me. I got my own money. And I'm glad that she had been stacking up that chain, unlike a lot of these bitches out here. You know what I'm saying? So right. she definitely deserves better. And then on top of that, like, the audacity. Like, nigga, she curved your bitch ass originally, and you still pursued and once she finally gave in, you gave her a million kids, and now you want to leave her? Like, she ought to, like, mm-hmm. lash your fucking throat. Like, you crazy as hell, thinking that I'm going to just sit home and take care of all of these kids that are going to be grown soon and not get mine. It's like, no, it, I'm going to still get mine. These kids are going to be babysat, but I'm still going to be mom. Like, you got me fucked up. I agree. Don't ever think. Don't ever think, nigga. And that's exactly what he think. I'm just about to go around town and do what I do with it. Oh, country ass. Get on my damn mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about today? Real quick, Jen. You know what I'm thinking about today? I was thinking about... <laughs> you remember when T.I. got that black eye? He had recorded that video, like, got a black eye. Oh, my black eye. Like, nigga, it's, it's, it's right there. I see it. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never, I've never seen that. <laughs> you know, oh, my God. I'm going to send you the video later on today. I was dying at work today thinking about it. He said, give me a black eye. Oh, a black eye. Like, black eye. Black as well. Oh. <laughs> that said he's dying. But, okay, go ahead. My bad. <laughs> so his, his, his eye was black. Yeah, yeah, he had a, a small black eye. You can definitely tell, like, he had a black eye. But I forgot who he got his eye. Oh, what the fuck? I don't know who he got his eye. He was like, yeah. He said he gave me a black eye. What a black eye, though. I don't see no black eye. Like, nigga, I see it. And then somebody had there, like, um... <laughs> And somebody else had like a video, like, what? You see a black eye with a black eye, and like, you see this black eye, and like, you see this glass eye, and like, you know, like, black sharpie all in his eyes. <laughs> I was on the wall and straight at work, quiet as a bitch, just dying. Like, I don't care. Y'all getting things. I'm going to laughing at myself while you most of this. It was fun, eh? <laughs> uh, Marie Mossy is nice and Equinox getting close. You'll never guess why she's laughing at the thought of them being together. Marie Ma has been cracking up ever since she heard Nicki Minaj, who was 34 years old, and now she was 43, were hanging out. Remy loves it uh, that Nicki's with Nas. I hope every time Nicki looks at him, she's she's reminded of Sheeter. 
a fan of of the 36 year old rapper exclusively told Hollywood Life. Uh, Nas was the inspiration behind me uh, burying Nikki, and the fact she's now trying to be close to him and take pics with him confirms to Remy that Nikki's truly six feet under. Uh, Remy has reportedly been a little worried that someone she has looked up to so much would start actually liking her enemy. Remy idolizes Nas and thinks he's a true legend in the game and sincerely hopes that he's not stupid enough to lower his standards and actually become intimate with Nikki. The insider told us have been a little late on that uh, because Nikki basically confirmed on the other show that she's been having sleepovers with Nas. Um, for Remy, every time she sees Nikki with Nas, she laughs and thinks Nikki's sad and a real glutton for pain, the source said. Nikki said that she's been getting closer and closer with the rapper, but explained that they haven't taken things too far just yet. I go to this place, uh, she explained to Ellen DeGeneres, I thought him coming to me was too forward. We didn't do the nasty because I'm just chilling right now, she admitted. I'm celibate. I wanted to go a year without dating any man. I hate men, but I might make an exception to the rule for him because he's so dope. Okay, first of all, Remy and I need to realize that pussy rules the world, okay? I'm like, um, he's a man. And at the end of the day, he's not thinking about that damn sheetha rap. He's thinking about how he can get in Nicki Minaj's pants and hopefully not make that booty uh, deflate. Second what? of all, Nicki Minaj, bitch, you celibate, shut your ass up. Um, third of all, it's like they just, everybody in the industry just get on my damn nerves. Like, you don't always have to announce what you're doing. People, they want to be, and then it's like, if you was a regular bitch, you probably would have been fucking out a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? But you yeah. feel like because you 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 out here and people they see that y'all are kicking and stuff, you sitting on a nigga lap, you probably giving a nigga head, you probably letting him fucking asshole, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the hell you do, you know what I'm saying? But you feel the need to go on Ellen DeGeneres. And oh, we're not doing the nasty, like what do you consider the nasty? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is your right. definition? Like it's just so irritating. Like you should never have to always sit up there and <laughs> defend who you are, what you're doing. And then Remy Ma, it's just, like, girl, get over the shit. Like, it's over. Like, it's done. Like, cut it out. And I love Remy Ma. But it's like, it's over. I ain't like that last back-to-back bullshit she did. You know, it was all right. But get over it. Like, y'all need to just keep it moving. No reason to even consistently talk about shit. You know, but for, yeah, Nas is not thinking about Remy Ma. He like shit. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, fuck. You know, yeah. And then, wasn't I gay? And then his wife, you know, say something about him being gay. So I, I don't know. I think it's not overall confusing. No, remember we talked about that on the last show. She, oh, she yeah, he said young did, girl. He's yeah, talking about young girl. girl. It, she insinuated that he was gay, but, like, what she meant was, like, he doesn't date, like, actual women. He date, like, you know, freshly 19, 21-year-olds mm-hmm. who don't want shit but read about him and take pictures with him and post it on Instagram and that shit. But, um... Remy Ma, she definitely is fresh. Like, she needs to let it go, so I'm sure. Right. I mean, definitely, I'm sure Remy is on Nikki's radar, and, and she may even be in the back of her mind, but it's like she's not making moves for you. But her going on Ellen to insinuate that they're dating, it definitely is a chess move. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she wants to be, like, the next, you know, power, you know, hip-hop, you know, legendary couple or, or what she's trying to do, but... I don't know. I just think she needs to relax, you know what I'm saying, and get that, you know, hot pocket arrest. She says she's being celibate, 
you know, but it's amazing it seems like a relationship girl. Like she just hopped from relationship to a serious relationship to another serious relationship and it's just like <laughs> you know, you need to go in and just, you know, talk talk to t- text some niggas first, you know what I'm saying? Right, talk maybe you need to talk to couple niggas first before you, you know, let Five like, you know what I'm saying? If you're in a relationship, let the world know. But shit. it's just like mm-hmm. I feel like, but I feel like, you know, like what Cardi B was saying. Once you're a woman and you're a certain stature, it's like this person know, so she probably knows that, you know, just get a couple different dildos and paint them different colors. Oh my god, yeah, I'm gonna cock your dumbass. You know what I'm saying? But niggas is gonna tell unless you handing out NDAs left and right, and still it's like with an NDA. You know, people are still probably telling people that they just can't come forward with it, so right. go public with it, so, you know. Right. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Nicki Minaj. Anyways, so, guys, this is a crazy story. A Georgia middle school science teacher and a paraprofessional got into a vicious classroom brawl um, in front of a middle school. I mean, in front of, you know, middle school students who captured the video all, uh, or captured the fight all on video. The two women had not been identified, but they started throwing punches at one another on May 19th at Stone Mountain Middle School. A student who was also identified made the statement saying, from what I think I know, the teachers were arguing about a teacher, a male teacher. And it went on for about three to five minutes. Everyone was screaming like, stop, stop. A cell phone video shows one of the women repeatedly punching the other in the face of two students to fight to no avail. One of them was pushed up against the wall because they were so close to getting hit, another student said. The brawl eventually was broken up by another staff member. In letters sent home to parents, schools said that the two women had engaged in a physical altercation that caused a major disturbance in the classroom, and both will be disciplined. The altercation and conduct in the video is completely unacceptable to our district and core principals, school officials said in a statement. Those staff members that participated in the conduct have been removed from the learning environment. Both women were arrested and charged with disorderly conduct in a public place as they should have been. However, they'll be allowed to keep their job pending the outcome of the school district investigation. What kind of shit is that? There is no goddamn way that I want my son to still be in a school where two crazy-ass women are fighting over another teacher. A man teacher. And, like, and they get to keep their jobs. Like, you know, he fucked up. <laughs> no. Absolutely. Yeah. This, this is, this is that that is shit. very psycho. That is very psycho. I was thinking the exact same fucking thing. It's like, <laughs> come on now. Like, niggas <laughs> getting educated and we doing this. <laughs> like, y'all people trying to become teachers and you in there fighting over a nigga, over another teacher, like, just in there just being hood, like. Right. Come on. But you know what's crazy? I didn't though? watch the video though. I didn't watch oh, the video. I posted. It was, funny. It was, it was funny. not funny. No, bro. It was not funny. That shit was dangerous as a bitch. Like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God. Why are they? Oh my God. Let me post it on my Instagram page. Let me repost. Repost. It was horrible. <laughs> I was like, damn. You know, and then like middle school kids. Kids, like, I don't even know what I would have done if I was in middle school and two of my teachers just started fist fighting. And they were serious as fuck. Like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know what I would have done. I probably would have just gone. And we didn't have, like, followers and shit back then in middle school. So I would have just started freaking out, probably just crying. Like, ugly as a bitch, you know what I'm saying? But, um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Some rappers who he says are endorsing devil worshiping using an upside down cross. Turns out the Uzi Bird may have been one of the targets of his comments, and now Uzi is trolling the Migos rapper on social media. Uzi Bird, who came under criticism recently for his fashion sense, posted a photo of drawing of a smiley face with an upside down cross in the number 666. We all know there are a lot of conspiracy theories around that particular number, and the similarly, um, similarly, sorry. Uh, the upside-down cross is known as the symbol for the Antichrist. Offset left a comment on the post simply saying, I will pray for you, my brother. All y'all niggas wearing upside-down crosses. These are my little partners, man. Stop that shit, boy. You look lame, Offset said in the video. All that worshiping the devil shit, get with God, man. Luigi Bird also has a chain with a similar design theme, so it seems Offset wasn't here for that. Uzi Vert also wore the same chain on the red carpet of the Sunday of Sunday's night uh, 2017 Billboard Music Awards. 
The money monger posted a photo of himself wearing the diamond necklace. So something tells us that we will be hearing more from the Migos hitmaker tomorrow. Um, when was the last time you had a disagreement about religion or belief? You are welcome. I really ain't feeling the mainstream shit. No more too many rules. My universe. UZ ended the conversation with that. First of all, what do you think you're doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, you sit up there, you, you're dressing in blouses with purses, looking like Freddy Krueger's sister brother, and now you're wearing upside-down chains, I mean, cross chains, chains. Like, that's ridiculous. You know exactly what you're trying to do. There is no, oh, I, I don't know what you pretended as if you're trying to say or what you're trying to do, but, like, how do you really feel representing a, a demon or a devil on your neck? Like, you want crazy, ugly-ass niggas. Like, so the audacity of, like, you ugly as a bitch. So for you to sit up there and wear a chain like that, just let me know, not only are you ugly on the outside, but your ass is ugly as fuck on the inside, too. Get mm-hmm. those dumb-ass shit together. Like, just ugly. Just an ugly motherfucker. I don't like that type of shit. Like, yeah. that's horrible. That's horrible. What are you doing? What are you trying to, yeah. when is the last time you guys had an argument over religion? We're not having an argument over religion. We're having an argument over you doing some dumbass shit. And now you don't have nothing <laughs> else to say about it? Like, get your, you, you, yeah. and he's pissing everybody off from, from his, his people who listen to his dumbass. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's going be like, nigga, what the fuck? Like, you really thinking that ain't easy. <laughs> your shit is not going to be popping in a little bit because you are a psychopath. Clearly, this man yeah, has, true. he needs help. <laughs> Yeah. No, that shit is real creepy. You know, I don't you know, I don't I don't get with that. Like I can understand wanting to be the dear friend and all that. Well you talk about you worshiping, you know, the other world and you like we don't got time for that. Like I can't support that shit. Like that is some real shit. Like I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, that's stupid. So, so why did I just see a white a post and it said Represented as a fact. So, I, should I go first, Jen? Or one of mine? Or did she want to go first? 
You go ahead. Go ahead. You go. Okay. One thing I hate people saying that's a fact is the Bible says that money is the root of all evil. And I swear I grew up hearing that all the time when, in fact, it says money is the, it says money, uh, the love of money is the root of all evil. I, I swear, I heard that shit all the time. And I, I apologize for, you know, cursing and talking about the Bible and, you know, the misinterpretations. But that is something that always irritated me. Always. Like, no, I, I feel like no, I even said that. I think I've even said it to my son before, before I realized that that is not what a man, even to my husband, like, you know, the money is the root of all evil. Like, no, the right. love of money is the root of all evil. Get it together, honey. Like, get it together, honey. He was like, darling, darling, honey. Sound like T.I. <laughs> um, another thing I hate is when people are like, I forgive you, but I won't forget. Forgiveness is forgetting. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, you forgive somebody, you're going to forget. Now, me, I guess I ain't never forgave nobody because all that information is stacked up in the back of my pocket. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. another, another thing I hate being represented is the fact that black people are lazy. There's no way in hell. I have so many people, so many friends, family members that I know that are nowhere near me, you know what I'm saying, that are black and they're working hard to try and do everything that they can to get up and get out of what they, um, what situation that they were in. Black women are bitter and angry. What? I am not bitter or angry. No, I am not. I may be a little frustrated at the time or, you know, catchy, but I'm not bitter and I am not angry all the time, damn it. Um, and I think that's probably it, you know. Yeah. Oh, slavery is over. Slavery is not over. Like, yeah, in a, in a you know, physical sense, you know, you don't have white men whipping people on the chain, but slavery is still around. Trust me. I work in an environment where there are only Caucasians. Slavery, the mind, they're trying to get you in that state, it's still around. I was just telling Jen earlier today. I hate going to restaurants out in Mequon in Germantown because all I do is get scared at. Let me tell you this, John. I didn't even tell you. You ready to hear the story? It's so horrible. I talked to my girl yeah. about this, and it was just so awful. So, dude, you about to get mad. <laughs> so, um, I'm at work or whatever, and this woman, and I learned, I, I heard from one of my old managers. She told me, she was like, um, you know, if you hear somebody, and they all like, uh, or huh, you know, she was like, I don't ask them what's wrong because if they want to tell me what's wrong, they would, you know, talk to me directly. One of my coworkers, she was like, ah! really loud like that. And I was like, um, are you okay? You know, she was just like, she didn't say anything for like maybe a minute and a half. She came over by me and sat down in my cubicle. And she was like, my friend, and as she's talking to me about her friend, she has her phone open. And I see, and it's, it, it's like, like, so I can see her phone. And I see two little black boys on her phone. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. Like that. And so she was like, um, my friend, she just became a foster parent. And she has these, uh, she, she has kids in the inner city of Milwaukee. And, you know, we work, she works right off the Capitol. And look at her two, uh, her two kids that she has, she, her two kids that she's fostering. Oh, my God. They are so adorable. And she showed me the photo. And I was just like, oh. Okay, like, okay, bitch, you know, what the fuck? And so, um, and so next thing you know, then she goes over by my other coworker, the one who's 28, who's like my age. And do you know what this bitch says? <laughs> she shows her a photo, and this bitch what says, she says? Oh, 
she shows her the photos, and this bitch says, oh, my God, I thought they were dogs. What the fuck? Dude, I got up and walked away. I just got up and left. Like, I got up, I walked away, and I called my old manager. And I was just like, dude, she just said, you know, I thought they were dogs. She was like, what they look like. I said, they were like two little black boys that's two years old or younger sitting down in a car seat. She told me to stop playing. I said, I'm serious. You know, and so next thing you know, the next day, she um she uh comes so that pissed me off, but I was just like, Okay, you know, I'm not gonna trick about it. Next day she comes uh-huh. to my cubicle again. This is yesterday now that she came to my cubicle. And she was like, uh, you know my friend I was telling you about with the two adopted boys or the two uh foster kids. So I was like, Yeah, what about them? No, I said I said, Mm-hmm, that's what I said. She was like, um, well, <laughs> she was like, well, guess what? I just looked at her. I didn't even say, well, I just looked at her like, what, bitch? And then she was like, the mother is eight months pregnant, and they want her to adopt the other baby, too. I just looked at her. I, I literally did not say anything at all. I was just looking at her like, okay, bitch, what the fuck? I hope you don't expect me to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I cannot, I don't have situations like this. My mom was there for me. You know what I'm saying? So what the fuck are you thinking right. and doing? You know, and she just was looking at me literally with this big ass smile on her face, looking stupid. And I just was looking at her. She was like, "But my friend told me that she can't do it because there's no way that she can take care of three children under the age of two. And I just looked at her. I, I didn't smile. I just was looking at her with this just a pitiful, pathetic look on my face, I'm sure. And she was just smiling. And she was like, I was like, and it was like 28 seconds that went past. And I didn't say anything at all. And she was just like, um, no. And I was like, like after 28 seconds, I was like, okay. And she was like, um, I totally would do it. And she just got up and left. And I was like, what is this bitch's problem? You know, so I talked to my mom. And I was like, mom, you know, um, you know, she did it. And she came by my desk. You know, I just told her what happened. And she was like, well, let me find this photo of you, of this boy that I used to, uh, of this boy I used to, uh, you know, I had in my foster home, this and that, that and another. And my mom had me dying, bro. So she said she was going to send me the photo. She didn't send me the photo, but I'm going to tell you what, this chick is supposed to be going out with her girlfriend this weekend. I'm going to get that photo from my mom and let that bitch come on my phone. Let, let her talk about it on Monday. I'm like, well, this is the kid that my mom used to, uh, you know, she used to foster. And he's a. A, a young boy from West Dallas, you know, his parents, they stayed in the trailer, unfortunately, um, you know, doing heroin and shooting up. Like, bitch, you don't want to go there, okay? Right. <laughs> you don't want to do that, bitch. <laughs> but, um, it's super duper irritating, dude. Like, don't try to put me in a situation or put me as if, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what you thought you was doing. But that's another thing that I just learned from my job, too. Stop asking people what the issue is or what the problem is prior to them coming to you directly. Like, I'm, I would never do that again. So now, motherfuckers think I've been acting funny because I've just been keeping my distance. You know, I've been listening to my music. Uh, my all, all my answers to uh, emails and all of that are terse, very brief and quick and to the point. And I'm not communi- I'm not cackling and cracking up, which I should have been like that in the first place. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why the hell I think every time I get a new job that I can just kiki and call call with different motherfuckers and everything would just be cool, like, no, it's not. Everybody needs the fucking same, unfortunately, and I hate to be that person, but it's true. It's true, and I, and I totally see where I'm at now. Did I tell you that, though, too? Before, I'm sorry, before I uh, get to you real quick, just the last thing. 
that thing, you know, too, that uh, before we went out to eat, the dude, the project manager who's taking us out to eat, um, he was like, uh, yeah, girls, I'm going to take you all out to eat, da 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 Angel, you know you're invited, too, right? I said, I'd like to hope so. Don't come to me. <laughs>
Can y'all hear me? Yes. Good. Let me say who the fuck I am right goddamn motherfucking now. I am the parent. I am the parent. I am the mother of both of these two great motherfuckers that's on the air right now. Now let me tell you. Let me tell you something right. Let me tell you something right goddamn motherfucking now. Angelica, my child. Diverse in this world. Look, you letting these motherfuckers take your goddamn motherfucking joy? I raise your ass. I raise you. You better than that? Fuck that. When, you, when they take you out to eat, just say, hey, hell to the year. You are the only black woman. I'm the only black girl. I'm the only, uh, what they call it, uh, African-American motherfucker. But fuck it. Let me call it in a real nigga way. You are the only motherfucking nigga with those fucking crackers. So you better represent, motherfucker. You cannot motherfucking run. Now, Jen, let me tell you, I, suck, I fucking salute you for what you just said. Hell to the yeah. We know what the fuck we got to shy away from. What you shying away from, Dean? Fuck that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell about this other bullshit. All these other motherfucking uh, gossip, all this other bullshit. Hey, to each his own. Hey, live and let live. But you motherfucking uh, don't believe in God. Uh, y'all some damn goddamn damn Trump shit bullshit motherfuckers that's on y'all. <laughs> y'all got to deal with this motherfucking only fucking goddamn self. We God yourself. Being, remember, y'all got to remember, a lot of people don't know how to pray. You know, we yeah. thank God. We thank God when we have a child that can pray. But then when you get motherfuckers like, you know, like, y'all pray more than I pray, you get motherfuckers like, but I don't pray. Fuck God. This is nothing you. Kiss our ass. And you, God forgive me, his ass too. So fuck them. <laughs> Bing, do your shit. You know, went to school. Y'all been doing y'all shit, Jim. Y'all been doing y'all shit to make it. Fuck those motherfuckers. So much you the only black person. Shit, do you know, goddamn, look at the first black person set with a white man. They call him Uncle Tom. Fuck them. That was how the motherfuckers say, hey, let me let you know how to get intelligent. Let me teach you how to motherfucking read. So these people, they call him Uncle Tom then, but those motherfuckers were fucking leaders. And the motherfucker called him Uncle Tom. What's the mo- All right, now my last name is Jefferson. So you'll know I am some kin, some white folks. I might be dark. So y'all got to recognize that. Fuck those motherfuckers. Okay, and then you do what the fuck you motherfucking got the motherfucking goddamn motherfucking got the motherfucking do for your fucking mother. All right? You oh, lunch. You ain't got to do nothing but order a goddamn salad. You ain't got to eat all that bullshit. And order a salad and some water. You hear me? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. This is our. This is our Nikki Vine, y'all. This is a psycho who. Okay, yeah. Hey, if you don't, if you don't go out with those motherfuckers, if you shy away from those motherfuckers, you already fell down the motherfucking steps. What more you got to do? That's just like niggas who motherfuckers just push you down the fucking steps. Now what more, girl? What more shit you got to do? To prove, shit, you fell down the motherfucking step when you first got the damn job, and you still came back to work. And you know they got terrible. You know they think you. Now you ain't gonna go out to lunch with them? Fuck that. Shit, nigga, please. I will only get a motherfucking salad. Just get your fucking salad and some fucking water. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna gain, if you're gonna gain some motherfucking weight, you ain't gonna gain it with them. You feel me? Yeah, I hear you. For real, nigga. What the fuck else you got to do? Let me ask y'all this shit real quick. 
let me ask y'all this. Did y'all see that shit on uh, on Facebook with the white woman talking to this, uh, I guess she was an Iranian or Indian, whatever, talking to her, and she was like, I was just saying, excuse me. And then the black yeah. woman said, you acted ignorant. And she yeah. said, uh, a nigga calling me ignorant? Yeah, I am. I mean. Angelica, I am Angelica, mother. I am Jen, second mother from another mother. And uh, I would tell you right now today, a bitch ever walk up on me and call me a fucking nigga, I don't care how old, because I'm in my fucking 50s, I will be going to jail, because I, will, I, will, I, I won't even hit her. I'll fuck her head up so goddamn bad. She will not have no choice but to hit me, and I have to beat her fucking ass. No this ass, old ass motherfucker don't be calling me no nigga. Because you like you 80 years old, I'm in my motherfucking 50, but you're a year younger than me. Bitch, you will get your ass whooped. Period. And this not even no truck racing shit. It's just how this shit always been. But the crackers trying to call, I mean, white people, a nigga wannabe people, but they white and they jealous. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, please, you will get your ass whooped. Because she was a fucking nigga, an ignorant ass nigga. And ain't too many of us like she was, you know? Mm-hmm. Please. Motherfuckers better ask somebody. I don't got hyped up. I love y'all so much. And I'm being, oh, I don't shy away from shit. You hear me? Jen, you better talk to your sister. It ain't no reason <laughs> for you to shy away from shit. You motherfuckers are, y'all trying to get suntan. I ain't got to worry <laughs> about it. Shit, you better ask somebody. Love you guys so much. Thank, thank you, Auntie Vaughn. And y'all keep up. Keep up the good work. Ain't there anything mind to say? She is not a joke. Like, she's been raised in the 60s. Like, she's been through that whole period, you guys. So she knows the deal. In other words, she's trying to tell me that I should be going on lunches. You know, we're just getting a salad. But if I'm going on lunches, I'm just trying to let you know. I'm getting a steak and a shrimp and a fajita. Like, the pool's going to be $35, just for me. Like, I'm going to be that person. So, <laughs> but yes, guys, that was our Auntie Bond calling in on the show. You guys can expect to hear from her very, very often. Um, Jump before we end the show, is there anything that you like to say? Besides the fact that you um, just teach me about rolling down a step? <laughs> um, I mean, do I, do I have, like, a confession? I guess my confession is that I am, I never thought, like, you know what I'm saying, like, being back here, like, how much I appreciate being home, you know, like, I am realizing, like, I really do, like, love being in North Carolina, like, you know what I'm saying, like, I just, I don't know, you know, or at least in the Raleigh area, like, Raleigh-Durham area, like, I'm just so happy, you know, and just, and, of course, I want to see, no, I'm like, I'm sitting in my car outside of my mom's house, so, um, oh my God! Yeah, I just got back to. Cause I parked my car at my mom's house. Um, oh. Because like my mom's house was like closer to. Cause I ended up taking. I took the mega bus to DC because obviously there's no parking ever in DC. I didn't want to pay for parking for like a week, you know. So. Yeah. So how close? How far are you from your your own house? Like twenty minutes. But I'm about to I'm about to go in and like speak to my mom. I ran in really quick and like gave her gifts and stuff, but I'm gonna go and talk to her really quick because I'm sure like you know Aww. she's gotta get on me about everything. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a confession tonight. I may consider what Auntie Ma was saying 
um, as far as going out to eat and stuff like that. But mm, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to deal with. I just don't want to deal with it. I'd rather be at work, get some schoolwork done, than to be in an environment where everybody is pretentious around me. Like you're fake. You know, I don't want to speak to you. Like, but and then the thing is too, like my nobody at my job has master's degrees except like a couple people. And I'll I'll have my master's degree by the time I'm 29 years old. So I'm gonna rise. I'm gonna be on that level where I rise above everybody eventually, which they're gonna be just extremely salty and it's gonna be like nah, nah. So, <laughs> but um, anyway, anyways, that's all I have to say, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening to our show today. Even though my mom teased me about falling down the steps, you know, that was pretty whack of her, but yeah. <laughs> but um, you guys can expect to hear from us next on Sunday, May 28th, right before Memorial Day. Enjoy your three-day weekend for those who are off on Monday as well. And you guys can hear us at the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. We want to hear from you. If you want to ask us any questions or tell us your confessions, do not forget to send us that email at confession the number two us at gmail.com. This is your host, Angel Vadrina. And I'm your host, Joe Mosby, and you're listening to the one and only confession session. Good night, y'all. Bye, man. Bye, monkey. <laughs> Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want.